Jesus, we thank you today for your wonderful goodness, your love to us. You never leave us, you never forsake us. And we're aware this morning that you're here with us. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your comfort. Thank you for taking the burdens of life off our shoulders. You give us rest. You really do. You give us peace. And if there's anyone here this morning that may be struggling with life's load, right now, Holy Spirit, I pray that you would just lift that weight, whether it be a mental care, whether it be a fear about the future, whether it might be a concern for a loved one. And there's an anxiety that's plaguing their mind. Right now, Holy Spirit, we surrender it to you. We give it to you. We ask you to lift it, take it, remove it, and replace it with your peace, with your comfort. We thank you for it as God's people this morning. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Come on, why don't we show our appreciation for our Lord and Savior Jesus. Thank our musicians and singers as well. You may be seated. We are going to have an amazing service this morning. And um, we have been so excited um, about this service because this morning we are really going to thank and honor all of our team of volunteers in Jesus Cares, our team that works Monday through to Wednesday in our warehouse, and many of our congregation who have served in Jesus Cares, especially over the last 18 months. The last 18 months, I tell you, it's been a bit of a crazy time during this pandemic, but it's been amazing to see our, our church rise to the occasion, you know, amidst all of the uncertainties, amidst this crisis, Jesus cares and our team has not missed a beat. Our hampers have been packed, sent out into uh, many needy communities around South Wales so that the most vulnerable needs can be met. Most vulnerable people can be helped. So we want to really appreciate our team and our, our volunteers this morning, especially over this last 18 months that has been so uncertain. And also we would like to welcome our mayor of Newport, David, and his wife, Ruth, with us this morning. And um, David and Ruth wanted to be here especially to just honor the work of Jesus Cares. They're very, very busy in the work that they do, but it's wonderful to have them with us, isn't it? Just to, just to honor the work of, of Jesus Cares and what happens every week. You know, you might not know just where Jesus Cares began. So as I begin this morning, I just want to give you just a little potted history about where it all started in 2008. I remember receiving a phone call from 
a local community agency in Newport asking if we as a church could help with food supplies. They were working with families that couldn't make ends meet and they were struggling to put food on the table. And I remember receiving a phone call from one agency. So as a church, you know, we were keen to do what we could. And it wasn't much. We were able to, you know, make some hampers and just deliver them to that agency. And then key workers from that agency were able to give those to people that were really struggling. Then as the, the, the kind of need grew, more and more requests came in over 2008. And we came to you as a church and we explained the need and the requests that were coming in. And we put, I remember it distinctly, put in a shopping trolley. I think we dragged it out of one of the canals. And uh, there's plenty in there, isn't there? You, you go down the canal, there's plenty of shopping trolleys, supermarket trolleys in the canals. We dragged some supermarket trolley out of a canal and we put it at the back of the church and we asked you as a congregation if you could buy some extra food tins in your weekly shop. Well, do you know what? What an amazing family we have in this church. You rose to the occasion and you started to fill that shopping trolley, that, that supermarket trolley at the back. And it enabled Faye and a, and a group of ladies just to make 10 food hampers. And then we were able to deliver those out to community agencies throughout 2008. Christmas 2008 is where everything changed for, for Jesus Cares. What, 2008? 2009. Thank God for a wonderful wife. <laughs> 2009, Christmas. So yeah, so through 2008, 2009, we were just delivering 10 hampers out per week. And it was you know, it was more than enough for us to do that, honestly. And with your help, we did that. 2009, Christmas 2009, really is where Jesus Cares took off in a way that none of us expected. That year, uh, Faye received requests in for Christmas hampers, over 500 Christmas hampers. And uh, she said yes to every one of them. The only thing was, right, we didn't have any food to put in the hampers. And, um, you know, when you've got a need like that, when you've made all of these promises and you don't have any food to put into the hampers that you've promised, there's only one thing to do. That's right, pray. <laughs> and I remember one evening, um, Faye praying a very short but desperate prayer, but a rested prayer. And, and I remember it very distinctly. She said, Jesus, please help us. We need food for these Christmas hampers. And that was it. Do you know what? It's incredible. I mean, I don't know how God does this. I don't think any of us do. The next morning, she received a call in our office from his church charity. Richard Humphreys was on the phone. And um, he called and he said, Faye, um, are you doing anything for Christmas? In Jesus Cares. Now, remember, we'd only been giving out 10 hampers a week, right? Just to put it into perspective. And she said, actually, Richard, 
We are. We, we, we've, we've promised to give out 500 Christmas hampers. The only thing is we haven't got any food as yet to put into those hampers. He said, well, he said, that's why I'm ringing you. Because actually, Jesus has put it on our heart to meet all of the needs that you have regarding the hampers that you've promised. In fact, we not only want to give you food enough for the 500 hampers, we would like to send you an Arctic lorry load of food. Now remember, right, we'd only been filling a little supermarket trolley at the back of the hall with food, packing it in a small bedroom, eight ladies working together faithfully to do that. And now Richard is saying, in response to the prayer that she prayed, I tell you what, she's prayed some prayers, my goodness me, right? In response to that prayer, they wanted to send us an Arctic lorry load of food. So Faye said, okay, we'll take it. We didn't know where we were going to put it. We didn't know what we were going to do. Well, we certainly knew what we, what we wanted to do with it. But logistically, we weren't equipped to handle that amount of food. So again, we came to the church and we just said, hey, amazing opportunity. Jesus has answered our prayers. Does anybody know anything about receiving, you know, Arctic lorry loads of food? How do we do this? And, and does anybody have any contacts in warehousing? Within the church, people started to rise up. We had a person in warehousing that accessed three, uh, free warehousing for us in Leeway Industrial Estate. We had people that arranged all of the all of the warehouse in order for us to, you know, pack it efficiently. That Christmas, I'm telling you, it's exciting when Jesus starts to do things and just starts to change things up. And, and really, you know, you just see his provision and his abundance in your midst. It's incredible. That Christmas, we um, gave out well over a thousand food hampers. And really, that was the beginning of something that hasn't stopped since. You know, Jesus said this, right? And we have seen these words come true from the Bible. Jesus said, if you are faithful with small things, I will make you a master of much. And as a church, do you know what? We've been faithful with small things. Whatever Jesus has given us to do, we haven't looked to do big things. We've been faithful with small things. And as a congregation, as a church, Jesus, Jesus has entrusted us with much because of your faithfulness. It's, it's quite amazing. Let me give you some amazing statistics, right, that we always find mind-blowing since 2000. And nine, we have been able, as a church congregation and as a project, Jesus Cares, we've been able to give out 277,923 uh, hampers. I tell you what, I need some glasses. I'm getting older, right? 265,000. 656 nappies, 64,807 hygiene packs, 
6,745 clothing pods, 2,083 soft furnishings, 654 uh, baby, baby equipment items, 10,579 Christmas presents, and 69,955 Easter eggs. That's a lot of chocolate. Amazing. Do you know what? Who would have thought, right? Who would have thought that at 51 years of age, I would have need, needed glasses? No. Listen, who would have thought, who would have thought that on a little street called Lower Dock Street in Newport, such great blessing could come from such a faithful company of people. So this morning, in this service, we really do want to give thanks to Jesus for what he's done and also honor the amazing work that has gone into this project through the faithful work and service of all of our volunteers and our congregation. Amen? Amen. Yeah. It is amazing. So for those of you who didn't know that bit of the story, you may say, well, what happened after? So after 2009, that Christmas that blew our socks away, really, we just, um, his church charity, which are based in the north of England, they started saying to us, we can deliver you some food um, on a regular basis. And our church family came around, supported the project financially. And we were able, over the next while, to be able to build ourselves up to giving nearly 800 hampers away every month. And then somebody said, you can make this bigger. Why don't you apply to the, um, the National Lottery um, Fund to see whether they will support you further? So Dave applied. And um, at that time, not a lot of funding had ever been given out in Newport. And when Dave went to chat with some of the organizations that had received funding from Jesus Care or from them before, they were like, do not apply for any more than £25,000. They said, because they just don't give it out. So Dave's like, okay, thanks for your advice. So Dave said, we're going to apply for £250,000, say. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And he said, yeah, we're going to apply for £250,000. I'm like, come on then, let's apply for it. So we applied for it. And in 2012, we were successful in receiving £250,000 from the National Lottery Community Fund. And since then, they have been so, so generous to the project and their generosity has enabled us to increase what we give. It's enabled us to do so much more than what we could have done on our own. In the last 10 years nearly, we have received 1.3 million pounds from the National Lottery, which is incredible. So coupled with the generosity of our own church family and this additional funding, it really enabled us to extend our reach beyond Newport into the surrounding areas. So let me tell you some of the areas within South Wales that we have been able to bless because we were really shocked as we were applying for funding to discover just how um, needy Wales was. We read re research from Save the Children that said, one in three children in Wales are living in poverty. 
and one in five children are living in severe poverty. And sadly, a lot of the children and living in poverty were living in our surroundings. And in fact, the areas that we work within now they are in the top 10 most deprived regions of Wales. And each region is kind of separated into smaller, smaller areas and zones. And we currently are working in 84 of the top 150 most deprived areas of Wales. So I'm just going to let you know geographically where we reach. We reach Newport with 50% of our work now. We also go into Torvine, we go into Blyna Gwent, we go into Caffili, and we go into Merthyr. And historically, we've been able to support Cardiff and Swansea with food as well. So those are the areas that we've been able to reach. And you may say, well, what does Jesus Cares give? Is it just food? Well, actually, it isn't just food anymore. Jesus Cares not only gives food, but just like Dave says, we're able to give out nappies. We're able to give out children's clothing packs. And in those packs, there's enough clothing for a child for about three to four days. We're able to give out hygiene products, toiletries, sanitary products. We're also able to give out at special occasions, Christmas time, Christmas presents, and then Easter eggs as well. We've been blessed to be able to give out. So those are some of the things that we give out. And in fact, the amount of hampers that we give out each month is now two and a half thousand. So two and a half thousand food hampers every month leaves Lower Dock Street in order to bless and help the communities in which we live and serve. Amazing. So as the... The project grew, um, we understood that we didn't have the expertise to be able to assess the needs that were out there within our communities. So it was vital for us right from the beginning to work with community agencies and social care agencies. And may I say, do you know what? They do an incredible work within our communities. Over the years, uh, since 2009, we have had the privilege of working with over 200 social care agencies from the real big ones to the small ones. It doesn't matter to us. Where, wherever people have needs and there's an agency with key workers working with the most vulnerable of people, we uh, try to develop a partnership. And if they need our provisions, we are more than happy to supply uh, their needs. What happens, we uh, receive deliveries, Arctic lorry loads of food into our warehouse. Our team faithfully pack those. Then we deliver those to key agencies throughout South Wales. I think currently we're working with about 130 because agencies have amalgamated together. Uh, so it's about 130 agencies that we work with, social care agencies throughout South Wales now that we that we have partnerships with. And it is a great privilege to put into their hands, the hands of their key workers, uh, provisions so that they can really get to the people 
that need them. You know, it's not just uh, that we are able just to hand them out to anybody that would pass by. Of course, if somebody is in need, we're able to help them, but it's really, really effective to work in partnership with key organizations that can specifically help the needs that they are seeing. They've got their feet on the ground within the community, and it's just an amazing partnership that we have. So that has been crucial over the years to develop, and it's just, it's so great to see it thriving and growing and being, being so fruitful. Yeah, it is. And that was one of the things organizations said to us. They said, you know, when we're working with somebody, we don't have budgets within our operating budgets to be able to buy food for people. So if we're working with a client and they come in and they haven't eaten for a few days, they said often it can take ages to try and find somewhere where they can get food. And often project workers would be using their own money to buy biscuits or buy some emergency supplies until they could find a place that was open or that, or that they could direct them to in order to receive provisions. So what we did, like Dave said, we, we were like, well, what can we do? And they said, well, if we can have the provisions stored with us then immediately we've got access to food and then we can use our expertise to be able to signpost the people we're working with and be able to help them and find out how they're in the situation and see what we can do so that key partnership with them has been crucial over the years and we really do value it but it's not just the partnerships that have enabled Jesus Cares to be a success. It really is the volunteers. The volunteers are the lifeblood of the project. And since 2009, we have literally seen hundreds and hundreds of people come in to Jesus Cares. Some of them have got lots of time on their hands, and so they'll be in every day that we're open. And for others, they so desperately want to be involved to make a difference. They'll pop in for the odd hour or two when they are free. But we would not be able to do what we were doing without Jesus Cares volunteers. And it is amazing to think, like Dave said, eight of us in a little bedroom it started off in in 2008 to this year alone we've worked with over 160 volunteers um, just this year so it's amazing to see that happen and we really wanted to create a place within Jesus Cares where everybody who comes into volunteers knows that their value and um, that their involvement has meaning because it's a great place not only to come together to meet the needs of other people, but also in coming together, we've seen how great friendships have been developed, and we've seen how people have banded together for a common cause and just felt great in doing that. So we've really create, tried to create an environment where anybody is welcome to come. And you know what? Over the years, we have literally had so many people involved. We've had our kids come in, and they've been labeling crisps, which are really light. And we've got people in the warehouse at the moment. The youngest one is 18, and the oldest person working in the warehouse at the moment is 91. So we literally have people from all walks of life, all stages of life, coming together to, um, to help. And 
And as well, we understand that when you come together a group of people, we can really make a difference. And not only do we make a difference to people in what we do, but also when Jesus cares, we've really wanted to help make a difference in the volunteers' lives. Some people are in between um, jobs at the, maybe at that time, or they're just looking to gain skills and gain confidence. So when volunteers come to Jesus Cares, they also have the opportunity to get involved in training. And we've been delighted that we've been able to um, train and, and give certificates for over 226 training courses that have been involved. That ranges from like manual handling to first aid. We've had people do forklift licenses. So it's just brilliant that whilst volunteers are with us, we're also able to increase their skill level. So if they're going for jobs and they're going out somewhere, they're able to say, look what I've got that can really set me apart perhaps from the rest of the interviewees. So um, it is such a joy to work with our volunteers. They really are incredible. And I wanted to just welcome Trish and Barry onto stage now. So there we go. Let me bring that over here. So Trish and Barry have been involved in the project for a while, and they're just going to share a little bit about their involvement and what Jesus Cares means for them. Well, I feel Jesus Cares have given me a new, a new lease of life because I love helping people. And to be here and see what goes out and what clothes we get in to help them, because that's what part I'm in. I'm in the, in the clothes side of it. And I've, I've been here now doing it 12 years. Yeah. And, I, and I, I haven't been... <laughs> and I haven't been walking very well lately because my back has gone, but I don't want to give up. No. So a stick got to come with me. <laughs> and Barry takes me back and forth. But, <laughs> but I do just enjoy being amongst the people that are here. I can't get, to be honest, I can't get enough. And I'm, I'd be really sorry if I have to give it up. But it's just, it's just a, a good way to help people. Great. Yes. Great. Thank you, Trish. Thank you, Trish. Barry, did you want to say anything? Um. Okay. I'm just a new boy in uh, Jesus Cares. Um, I've been doing it a couple of months now, and um, I go there on a Tuesday night, and uh, I've never worked so hard in my life. <laughs> I used to work in the Royal Mail, and I thought that was hard enough. But going into Jesus Cares is really hard work. But um, you come away from it, and you feel really great. You're helping people, and um, all these um, different things that we do is helping. You know, Jesus cares for everyone, and he cares for his church. He cares for his people. And um, he cares for the people in the world who don't know Jesus at the moment. So, uh, yeah, it, it's just... So, you know, it's, it's an opportunity for anyone to come in. It's only for a couple of hours, three hours at the most. And, uh, yeah, it's great. Good. Thanks, Barry. Do you know what? I'm going to blow um, Barry's trumpet. He says he's only been involved in a few months. He's been involved a few months doing the packing line. But Barry is a fantastic washer and ironer. Okay, so when clothes come into Jesus Care, sometimes they need just a little bit of a freshening up. Barry 
could open up a laundrette because he's got so much skill in washing and ironing clothes and bringing them back to Jesus Kiss. So Barry, you are awesome as well. So thank you so much to them both. I want you to have a little look at the screens now as well as we've got another interview from one of our volunteers, a more recent volunteer into Jesus Kiss. So take a look at the screens now. Hi, my name is Misaf and I moved to the UK as a refugee in 2019. Just like other asylum seekers, at first I was desperate to blend myself into the new society and find new friends. Thankfully, I was so blessed to find Jesus Cares. In Jesus Care, I'm surrounded with amazing people who care about others and are determined to send love and happiness to all people all around the country. Since I started volunteering here, not only I feel more confident in my social life, but more, the energy I receive from other people keep me running in the life. So, if you love people, if you care about others, what are you waiting for? Join us. How awesome is that? Honestly, volunteers are incredible um, within Jesus Cares. So the volunteers play a massive part. And I just want to say, um, looking at how things have been, especially during COVID, whilst the world has been shutting down, Jesus Cares volunteers have been stepping up. It, honestly, whilst everything went into lockdown, it was humbling to watch the response of our volunteers in having such a passion and a purpose to make a difference in the lives of people. You know, when, when at the very beginning we had volunteers catching buses still to come in and their priority was to reach out and continue to get food hampers where they were needed most. They really, really were incredible. And during COVID, things have changed for Jesus Cares. We're delighted to be able to have been able to give as much resource out as we normally would. But things have looked so, so different for us. And one of the big things that we found was that because so many people were in lockdown, there were specific items that were needed that needed to go into the hampers because people weren't getting out to shops. And on top of that, we saw escalating costs costs because all of a sudden there weren't lorry drivers, as many lorry drivers on the roads and all of that. And during lockdown, we were supported um, with extra top-up funding from our council for £5,000 and also from the National Lottery Community Fund as well. They gave us an additional £50,000 to help us be able to source the products that people were needing the most in the hampers that were given out. And it's amazing to see how things really have grown. And so I'm going to invite Alex and Claire to come up onto stage now because Alex and Claire work in Jesus Cares and they are vital to the work of Jesus Cares. And in the midst of COVID, they have been amazing in supporting our communities, in leading our teams. So I'm going to ask Alex to come and share, first of all, just about um, what's been going on in the warehouse. So Alex is our warehouse supervisor. So Alex, do you want to share with us? 
yeah. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Um, in Jesus' case, during the mostly during the COVID, so much changed, but we saw it as opportunity to adapt as well. What we do, you know, and also we have to pull back on, on time. You know, instead of staying there for five days, we stayed there for three days. Why? Because we wanted to give people that uh, freedom to stay away from the environment, close contact. So. It was a really uh, challenging time for us, but in all of it, we find ways to adapt, we find ways to move forward. Mm -hmm. The warehouse was a bit of, in the warehouse was a bit small, if you have seen it before, not that big, not as big as this place. So we moved things around. Sometimes we, we are using this place in the foyer everywhere. So all of this uh, pulls risk, logistics risk, moving things around, pulling things up. I thank God for this group, every one of you. Thank you so much for what you do how you helped us, I can't mention them, all of you, every one of you, from Leighton to Mike to Mike, all of you, I just thank God for you. And the truth is, as we were changing, they were changing with us, irrespective of age, how young, how old they are, they were changing. You can see that people are adaptable, they can change. We used it to improve ourselves. Today, I can tell you, Every one of them, must, there are so many people that are not here that are supposed to be here because of maybe bus transportation and the other things, they can't make it. We are so much a group. And I thank God that as we change, we are now stronger. As we change, we are now better. We are now better connected one, with one another. You have my contact, I have your contact. You call me even in odd hours, I am happy to receive it because it's building friendship that make this work strong. God has been so faithful to us, and these guys have been so faithful to the work. And I'm telling you that we, we, there is more ahead for us to look up to. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. And I can just say, as, as what um, Alex has said, this team is phenomenal. I see them every morning. They even arrive before I do. Some of them are there at seven o'clock in the morning. They catch the bus, they pay to catch the bus, they come in, they work, and they really have adapted. But, you know, March 2020, my goodness. I started in Jesus Cares on the 1st of March. So that was 13, or is it? I can't count very well. But the 23rd of March, obviously everything changed. So we had to change, and Alex has just um, capped on that. But what I would just say to you is that coming into this hall after being in church as a, you know, a part of church for 23 years and for it to be silent with no life in it, it was really difficult for us to really, you know, understand what God was doing at the time, but we trusted him. We was like, okay, Lord, we may not be able to meet on a Sunday with our congregation, but we just trust you that you were going to just use all things and work all things together for good. And I don't know whether you can see on the screen by here, but God actually made this hall a storehouse for the provisions, the extra provisions that we needed during that time to be able to um, give out into the community. Who have thought that this was going on, eh? How fantastic. So as you can see, we, um, we were able to have more space for the provisions. We had to also change the way that we operated. We had to make sure that we were socially distancing people so that they were kept safe. We had to introduce hand sanitizers, face masks, all those things 
had to change. The way that we um, communicated with our agencies, you know, some of them had to shut down, some continued. They had to change where they actually operated from. So we had all the logistic things that we had to put in place. But you know what? God was faithful throughout. And I just thank the Lord that he just brought the right people in at the right time that had the, the time and the yes in their heart to just go out and do a great, great work. So just give them a, just give them a real great, you know, a well done. So during the last 18 months, so it's going on to maybe 19, 20, I just don't know now with these months how, how long we've been, you know, going through this pandemic, but we had over 160 I think it was 167 volunteers during that time coming to Jesus Cares and volunteer their hours. And out of those 167, I think over 140 of them were actually new volunteers. We were able to um, put on social media time slots so that people could get involved. So if they could just do two hours, we would know how many people were coming in so that we were able to socially distance people, you know, away from each other. So yes, so over 140, that's just phenomenal okay so that is a good thing that's happened during this pandemic is that people were able to get involved and able to help others that were in need and one of those volunteers um, I would just like to introduce to you today is Nigel he's come through during this pandemic as a volunteer so I'd just like to invite him up just so that he can just let us know how he got involved with Jesus Cares and actually why he loves being part of the team here do you want to put it on? Do you want to put it on the map? Okay, Hi, everyone. Uh, thanks for the opportunity to uh, talk to you about it. Well, I guess in, in my story started uh, in March 20. Well, actually, I, I retired from uh, paid work, and I decided that. Uh, I wanted to find a sense of purpose in my life away from what I traditionally would have done. I'm a Christian, and one of the things that, um, that, um, that really was on my heart was trying to do something, uh, as I, I believe is one of the pillars of Christianity, which is to effectively to provide to those in need um, provisions. You know, love thy neighbor, as, as, as it said. And so, you know, I started looking, I, I, was, I was initially an ambassador, you know, a COVID ambassador, which really didn't, didn't uh, come to anything, thank God, because it looked like most communities anyway were supporting each other. And then I decided to go for a long hike. And, at, and, and during that hike, I realized that I needed to do something more urgent. And when I came back, I saw actually the first time I seen a Jesus Cares van, not far from where I lived. I remember going to church, my, lo my local church, and uh, talking to somebody about it. And then on a Sunday, I always look at the volunteers, Wales volunteers, I think it's called a Gwent volunteers uh, abs, uh, website. And there it was, Jesus Cares looking for a driver. So I thought, oh, I'll apply for this one. And uh, lo and behold, Claire was on the phone on the Monday morning um, saying, hey, you want to be a driver? Come and visit me and uh, have an interview. Um, so I did. And uh, uh, we had a, a good interview and uh, I, met, I met the team, met Alex. Uh, he, he, he took me on a drive-in test. Luckily, I drive a, a, I've got a camper van, so I'd already been in a van once or twice. Um, so, uh, yeah, I enjoyed that uh, too. And then I, I joined the organization. And did it fulfill my purpose? Absolutely. Absolutely. There is nothing better than supporting those in need. And 
I was a little bit, I won't say shocked, maybe too, but the amount of hostels, shelters, community centers, schools that we deliver to, uh, supporting those in need, it just is unbelievable. It's more than I ever imagined, being a local guy, I've lived here all my life, but didn't realize. And so that was a shock to me. So yeah, it, it absolutely fulfilled my purpose, my Christian purpose. But I, I would also like to say something in the sense of what these guys have done as well, because they've created an environment that is inclusive, it's supportive, and, and that's resulted in the types of guys that we have, guys and girls that we have. We're a great team. Um, it's been said, but it is really a great team. Um, I really enjoy being here, and happiness is, I've worked for years and years, and, and uh, we never considered happiness as part of what we should be thinking about in work. You know, it was just about delivering results. But this wow. is all about happiness. And uh, the, team, the team of Fab, I really I met some great people. Um, the management team are very supportive of us and make sure that we look after us, uh, each other. I mean, it's, it's fair to say we're a pretty mixed bag age-wise, as we said, 18 to 91. Um, you know, we, we are, and we all got diff our own uh, difficulties and we've all got our hidden disabilities, etc. But we're actually very much a team and we support each other. You know, and I think that's also very, very important. So, thank you. You know, thank you as a church to give us that opportunity. Um, thank you to the team in ensuring that we get that support and backup. And as a Christian, thank you because I feel much more that I'm delivering upon what Christians are supposed to be doing, which is loving thy neighbor and supporting and supplying uh, needs to those in need. So, uh, thank you. Fantastic. I'd just like you to just watch the screen now because we have another volunteer who has also joined us during this season and her name is Lucy. Lucy Lou as I call her. She's my Lucy Lou and if you just like to watch the screens she also has something to say about what it's like to volunteer within Jesus Cares. My name's Lucy. Uh, I just wanted to just come here quickly just to say that um, I just want to say thank you to Jesus Cares. I think it means a lot to me to actually be here. Um, from the experiences that I've had in my life, which are very good ones, um, I've had, you know, a lot of things go wrong in my life where obviously there were situations where I was in a hostel, I couldn't, I didn't have money for food, I had no food. Um, there were times where I had no clothes, but the, well, the clothes I did have had holes in them, and I just, I was at my lowest point. And Jesus Cares helped me. When I had no food, I was eating because of Jesus Cares. So I just want to say um, that I really appreciate it a lot. And I appreciate everything that Jesus has done in my life as well. Like Jesus has brought me out of it and he's put me into so, so much of a better place. And I just, I really thank him for that. And um, I obviously, I really appreciate Claire, Faye, Alex and Dave, because without these amazing guys, this project wouldn't be running. So I just really, really thank them so much um i just really um i just I, i'm so passionate about jesus cares i just i really love volunteering for them making sure that i can help people who have been in similar or the same situations that i've been in um and it just makes me feel so much better about myself that i've made some amazing friends since i've been here uh, my mental health has improved massively because before i started jesus cares 
I was locked away in my bedroom, um, just really depressed, didn't want to be here anymore and just wanted to end it all basically because um, I just felt like I had no hope in life, felt like I had nowhere to turn to, no nothing to do, I was just failing, I felt like failure. But I started Jesus Cares and um, I rang up Claire and I said, oh you know I really I'm interested in this I had a phone call the next day and I was absolutely ecstatic I can remember my reaction I was like jumping up down the bedroom like yay I, you know I can't wait and um, I was a bit nervous on my first day I mean I tripped over a table and everything but I was a little bit nervous but um, well, I mean look at me now standing here in front of a camera being positive and um, thanking everybody so I just uh, really appreciate it Thank you, Jesus, and thank you, everybody. How amazing is that? God is so good, isn't he? He's just amazing. You know, Lucy shared a little bit about her life there, about what it actually was, felt like to, to receive um, provisions from Jesus Cares. And we've heard today about our fantastic volunteers. We've heard about the agencies. I'd just like to share with you just some of the feedback that we've had from those that have received our provisions. It's really important for us as Jesus Cares just to continue to monitor our effectiveness of the project. We've always got to be testing it to make sure that we are meeting the demand and the type of demand and the need. So we're always evaluating evaluating the project you know that goes on continually through the months so would you like to hear some yeah I've written them down so and I'll just be very brief so what has receiving Jesus Cares support meant to you our family feels we are not alone in this city and that someone is concerned about us next one I have been able to feed my little boy I have been able to save up for shoes for my children just taking the strain off me, knowing there is always something my kids can eat. And the next one. My husband lost his job during COVID, and we have always managed to get by without help. But we got ourselves into debt because we had no income, and our universal credit was delayed. I knew a meal would be covered for my family. It just eases the pressure when you have so much going on, and having food isn't one I had to worry about so much. Money is tight. The bag I received was full of little treats for the kids, like fruit shoots, crisps, chocolates. These are the things that I never have any money for. It's nice to be able to give the kids a treat. Some weeks, it's all we have to live on. How amazing that we are meeting needs of families, because this represents the hampers, 2,500 hampers, is a statistic for us, but it's actually a family that is in need. So behind every single figure is a person, and a person has value. And that is what Jesus cares about, is placing value on people's lives, because Jesus placed value on the lives of those in here today and out in our community. Amen? Amen. Amen. Need to put it back on the mic for the mayor. Isn't it amazing what is happening every single day from, from this place? It truly is, truly is wonderful when you just see the big picture. And, and that's what we're seeing today, just the picture of what happens on a weekly basis here. What a blessing it is, you know, to give, to be a giver. 
And um, that's what we're seeing, a church family and volunteers that have really, you know, set out in life to just be a blessing to somebody else. It's wonderful. We're going to listen to two agencies um, this morning that just want to thank our team at Jesus Cares. And these agencies also just see on a daily basis how the provisions meet the needs with the clients that they reach. Just watch the screens for a moment and just listen to the words that, that they say just before I ask our mayor to come and speak to us. that you and the volunteers went above and beyond just extra deliveries extra food it just went that the country was struggling and you guys were there to help us yeah a massive thank you because there are so many families that they've reached there the little seeds that they've sown are seeds that will never be forgotten by families this pandemic is going to be one that is going to be remembered and these families have been impacted by them and whatever role they've played in this being able to run throughout the pandemic, it wouldn't, they will never realise the amount of support they've given families and we can't thank them enough. No, we can't, no. I would like to place on record the tremendous support, help that we are getting from your, the volunteers at Jesus Cares Project, which enables us to make such a big difference in the lives of the people that we are serving. Without their efforts, without their teamwork there, we would not be able to operate. So the teamwork there automatically is cascaded to us as well, which enables us to carry out the work that we are doing or would like to do. Fantastic. Two agencies. Two agencies out of the 130 agencies that we work with regularly that wanted to say thank you for the work that we do it's such a blessing to be to be a blessing i'd like to um, invite our mayor of newport now to come and speak to us yet yeah, let's show our appreciation for our mayor as he comes thank you david thank you Thank you. The uh, mayoress and myself are delighted, really, to be here today. Uh, when I was, uh, I was sit sitting down, I was wondering, to, I wonder is there, I, I'm a, a local councillor, I represent the Baislick area, and I was wondering, is there anybody here from Baislick? And of course there is, which is Nigel. Um, and I think really, perhaps what we need to bear in mind with, it, with the projects that you're involved in is that uh, most of the people, some of the people you would supply have faith, but most wouldn't. It's not exclusive to those people who, who are Christians. It's fantastic the amount of work you're doing. I remember coming down here some years ago when the project was in its infancy, and the fact that you're helping so many people is quite remarkable. And for most of us, perhaps, uh, I, I've led uh, an uneventful life, really, and, and have not suffered the difficulties that perhaps a lot of people that you help have. And it really is tremendous that there are people like yourselves who contribute financially, uh, physically in your volunteering, and emotionally towards those people um, who are less fortunate than themselves. And I think that the message, that, that the people that, you've, that you have helped, who have difficulties, will remember this project for the whole of their lives. It's not just 
uh, where they are now, but the actual inf influence that you have over a long period of time. I think we have a society which perhaps is richer in general terms than ever, but in some respects is perhaps um, poorer uh, th than ever. And the work that you're doing uh, is really helping to get the, the show uh, back on the road. As I say, we're, we're delighted to have, to have come here today, um, and it really is, um, is great that, you, that you've invited us. And uh, if you want us to come again before the end of April, we'd also be delighted to come as well. So thank you very much. Amen. Well, what a wonderful service we've had this morning. And um, again, we just want to say a huge thank you to you as a congregation because, you know, we've done this together as a, as a church and even, you know, our volunteers that come on a weekly basis. We have done it together. It can't be done just by one, two, or three people. It's a body of people, a team of people that have on their heart the needs of others within our community that really make what we've seen today happen. So we want to thank you all and we want to honor you. Do you know, there's a, a verse that I was thinking about in the Bible that King David said, and I've, I've said it a number of times over the years. David said this, Lord, through adversity and hardship, you have enlarged me. Through adversity and hardship, you have enlarged me. You've made me bigger. Now, none of us want to go through adverse circumstances. None of us, you know, volunteer for hardship. But in that hardship and in that adversity, sometimes we can be made bigger. We can be enlarged. And we haven't understood, you know, this last 18 months. Many things about this last 18 months for all of us have been very uncertain, troubling, and have caused us to be afraid. But, you know, as we've seen today, in all of that adversity, in all of that trouble and difficulty and uncertainty that we've gone through as a church and as a project Jesus cares I honestly believe that we can look back together and we can see how God has enlarged us and increased us he certainly has been a great blessing it's not been an easy time we've had to change and adapt but our team has grown our our you know, our outputs and our goals have increased and become bigger. And we have been able to be a bigger blessing than we were before. So even amidst all of the uncertainty and the difficulty, I truly do believe that we can give thanks to God today. That we've not been diminished, but we've been increased and enlarged. Amen. I'm going to ask the musicians to come now. We're going to sing just before we go today but I want to pray as they come this morning and just thank God for our time today and the service that we've had together then we're going to stand and sing and go out rejoicing Lord I just thank you today for everything that we've seen 
thank you for the precious heart of your people, the compassionate heart that you've given them, the loving heart, not a heart to want position and publicity, but a heart wanting to help. Like Nigel said, just to love our neighbor, just to do something good, just to feel happy about being a blessing and using our lives for a purpose. We thank you as we've looked back today and reviewed all of the wonderful work that we've done. It's made our heart glad. It's made our heart rejoice to hear words like Lucy said about how Jesus has changed her life, given her meaning and purpose. And how now she's working to be a blessing in the team. Just to hear that has really blessed us. And to see all of the ways in which you're meeting people's needs out in our community, we truly, truly do want to thank you. But Lord, we're not just looking back today. We're looking ahead. We're looking forward. That's right, Mark. We're looking forward. And Lord, we want to do what you want us to do. We want to be your servants, to lay our lives down for you as we lay it down for others. So Lord, we ask you that you would help us to continue being that blessing, being that voice of encouragement, being that hand that takes blessing to another that's in need. In this next new year, would you empower us again to just show your love and radiate your life in this city of Newport, this great city. It's a troubled city, but Lord, we know that you're going to make this city great. We know that your joy is going to fill this city, that there's going to be the sound of great rejoicing in the homes of this city. So, Lord, we thank you as your people that you've given us that responsibility to be a city on a hill, a beacon of light and hope in this dark world. And all God's people said, Amen. Why don't you stand to your feet? Let's give our workers, volunteers another huge round of applause. Why don't we give Jesus a shout, an applause of appreciation for his goodness to us? God bless you.